to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. That's right. We are your hosts. Welcome back to another episode of Jazz Beats. Um, you're here with Jackson and this is Tyson. Hello, everybody. <laughs> what's on your What's on your thumb? I just saw that. It's... Uh, Did you paint that? Are we talking about this on the air? <laughs> this is like my personal information. Jordan Clarkson paints his nails. Yeah, so... He looks good. I did it because Jordan Clarkson recommended it. Okay. My thumb was smashed in a door and it looked really disgusting. And so I went and found the most skin-like color I could find. It still stands out, just so you know. I I haven't had a lot of good feedback. Okay. I'll tell you that. I like it. Okay. I like that's it. A, Welcome back, jazz fans. Um, quick apology for missing last week. Um... We just wanted all these trade rumors and stuff to get over with before we really got after it. Um, we're going to get to that in just a minute as soon as we recap um, the last couple games. But um, where where's your head? The, we've lost three of the last four. Right, right. Maybe even more than that. We'll have to go back further. But we're in 11th place. We're now 28 and 30. Um, not we, we've, we've gone downhill. Safe to say. Uh, initially, I felt like the part of... Part of the reason we were losing games is because uh, players' minds were just uneasy on because of what was happening off the court, and it was affecting their playing on the court. So when, while, while we still had our main lineup, I feel like there was a little bit of tension in the locker room, and, and some of that came to tuition. So I think that that was acceptable. The unfortunate thing is it's, like you said, leading up to the trade deadline, we had rumors – up the wazoo we had right, right. um tony jones came out and said we have had discussions with every single nba team up that's to that point so crazy so yeah guys were underperforming i feel like the ones that were on those the forefront of those rumors beasley didn't have a few good games vanderbilt didn't have a few good games right but now after the trade deadline our team is worse so it's like are we gonna get back to normal because now the rumors are over, the trade deadline's over, we can relax. But we're also a worse team. So I don't know if I see that. Statistically? Are we are you mean are we a worse team because we're losing games or you say we're a worse team statistically? Like Well, we lost paper? we lost one starter, one who used to start and is right. coming off the bench and our sixth man. Right. We lost those three big big pieces of the Jazz. Well, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're asking the bench to pull that weight. So, I mean, I, I would assume that the Jazz will perform less than they did before. I mean, you can't ask Sexton to perform to do what Mike did and still do his role. I mean, there's just no – it just can't happen. So, yeah, I, I think we're going to – if if we weren't losing games before, we probably start now Yeah, losing more games. That's got to be 75% what... 75% of the games from this point on in the season will be losses. <laughs> We're going to get to the trade in just a sec. Just a quick recap. Um, it is four out of the last five we've lost. Great. Um, and so 80%. <laughs> right. That's right. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the few games before the deadline were interesting. The game on deadline day or the day before yes, was Toronto. very interesting. Do you want to talk about the trade first or do you want to talk about the All-Star? Uh, that's tough. Let's just talk about the trade first. Okay. So the trade was Mike Conley sent right. to Minnesota along with, um, some second rounders and Vanderbilt and Beasley went to the Lakers. Right. And 
this is the, the three team trade. Right. In return, we received um, two two young two two nobodies kind of from the Lakers. Let's um, look up their I stats. I don't even know their names. Toscano Anderson um, averaged like two points a game, Toscano, and also why does that make me hungry? Tacanos. You're thinking oh, Tacanos. Oh yeah. Brazilian food. I wonder I if he's I, Brazilian. We could go for that. Um, and I'm, then Damian Jones also didn't play okay. hardly at all with the Lakers. So okay. so not important. Just but but why? And then what Russell Westbrook, which no. is yet to be seen if something happens there. Don't even get me started on this. And then um, a first round pick, which Danny Ainge is in love with, it, by the way. But that's not till like 2027, right? I don't know. Uh, the end of the world could happen before Danny Ainge uses all of his first round <laughs> picks. Um, yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. We so, got considerably worse and maybe that was the idea. Yeah, uh, it, it must be. Um, for all of you who don't know, Russell Westbrook has not played a game with us yet or even been on the bench or in Utah, I imagine, um, because there's rumor has it we are going to buy him out. Right. Um, you've told me before, like when the rumors were coming and when this trade was announced, that you will not watch a game that Russell Westbrook suits up for the Jazz. That's correct. I won't. Go on. Uh, Get into that. I had a friend, a dear friend, who's actually our studio sponsor over at Fizz in Richfield. He he said you wouldn't let someone you hate r- take you from something you love. And I was thinking, but that's exactly what you're doing. But is somebody I, you hate playing, so you, you're you're getting rid of the jazz altogether. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I guess that makes me a weak person because that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> it, the only I've and I've said this before. The only way. I will watch the Jazz play if Russell Westbrook is on our team as if coach never plays him and he just keeps him on the bench as just a disrespect. But if he gets a jersey and we print it with his name and he's a starter five, I will not tune in. I will cancel my Fubo account. It will be over. Hey, that's, I'm using that account too. <laughs> yes, there's a few people use it, utilizing that account. They'll have to watch it somewhere else. I will not support Russell. I won't do it. Will you? Why? Will you cheer for Russell? Why? Uh, he doesn't like Utah, so. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what's the golden rule? Do unto others. Yeah, that's what I'm doing to him. <laughs> I hate you back. <laughs> I hate you, Russell. <laughs> Will you support Russell if he comes um, in place? I don't know if I'll support Russell, but I'll still watch the Jazz and cheer for them, and by nah. product being, I'll cheer for him. Nah. Nah, you're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let your wife. What watch are you gonna do in the winter? Your, your, let your wife watch Bridgerton. Start, There's nothing. Start the office over again for the New fourth Girl. time. Yeah, all of it. The blacklist I heard is good. There's other options. Anything but Russell Westbrook. This is like my mind is so on on jazz and basketball. I don't think I could. I would still have it there. I'd be checking scores. I wouldn't be focused on Dwight Schrute and his shenanigans. That's I would true. be focused on the jazz. I, I might watch the highlights. Okay, but I would not commit myself to a game to watch Russell Westbrook play in a Jazz jersey. And let's be honest, it's not going to happen, right? Like, what the Jazz are going to do is they're going to say, "Russell, we want you to play for Utah," and Russell's going to be like, "Actually, no, I'm not interested in that." He just isn't going to say that publicly. And then Utah Jazz are going to be like, "Okay, well, if you're not willing to play for us, you're going to have to lower your buyout." That's what the Jazz are going to do. I'm surprised it's taken this long, though. That's because Russell Westbrook is a it's is an idiot. He's a stubborn, <laughs> stubborn man, and he hates Utah so much that we're going to save $10 million on the payout just to not have him play for us the rest of the year. But I'm surprised the Jazz are even 
considering that. So you don't think the Jazz want him to play either way. You're just thinking they're holding this above his head? Yeah, I think that they're using okay. it as leverage, knowing that he to doesn't want to reduce play. Yep. the buyout fee. That's, that's what I think is happening. Okay. So um, this is, by the way, the second MVP we've had on our team since Carl Malone. We did the same thing with Derrick Rose a few years ago in a trade. Right. Derrick Rose came to Utah for an hour, minutes. I would have much rather have Derrick Rose. Play. And we immediately bought him out, and he didn't play or even arrive in Utah. Um, so I'm surprised this has taken so long. Trade deadline was Thursday. Thursday. Why? Why? And now it's Monday, and there's still no buyout Why in no place. Why no public statement yet? For the buyout? Yeah. That, that's what I mean. That's what I'm curious about. Is it really in consideration that he is going to suit up and play because that's what utah came out and said they said we want to we want to go through all of our options right. where we're as of right now him playing is still on the table and but i'm surprised that there it hasn't just been been done already because uh, numerous analysts have said that there's a zero percent chance russell plays in utah Smart. They're so, smart guys. So, so what's the holdup? Well, maybe we're negotiating with the G League. I'm not sure. It could be the Stars. Utah Stars want him, but maybe he's just not willing to go down there and play. But that's <laughs> where he belongs. But honestly, I have also heard rumors that he could be going to Chicago. And if that doesn't work out, Miami is a backup. I would not I've be I've even surprised. heard the Clippers, so he wouldn't even really? have to move. <laughs> like He's just going to the other locker room. So that, uh, that could be a thing, too. Honestly, that makes sense. Move him over that. But I, I mean, logistically, I think he should just go to the Clippers. Leave his family there. So let's talk about Mike Conley, who's no longer with Utah. Okay. So the, the deadline was Thursday. I think it was Wednesday night. We had a game in Minnesota. No, home against Minnesota. Against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Conley gets traded to Minnesota about 20 minutes before tip-off, maybe a half hour before tip-off. Right, right. Uh, to the team we're playing against. So when the trade comes out, he can't play for Utah. Um, I was half expecting him to just walk across to the other bench. That would have been dope, right? Go, <laughs> go switch his jersey and then and then bust the Jazz up in that game. But that's yeah. not a thing. It kind of sounded like he knew he was being traded prior to it actually being announced, and most of the people in the locker room kind of kind of knew that as well. And the buzz from the locker room has been that that's been the biggest trade that's shaken the rest of the team. Is, is is Mike and and no disrespect to, to to Malik Beasley or Vanderbilt amazing players but the greatest impact on the team as a whole was I think losing Mike that's why I was surprised a little bit like that we didn't hang on to him he's such an example he's such a mentor um, I know what our, our mindset is draft capital and young talent but you look at Houston, who has a bunch of young talent, and they have no veterans to kind of corral that talent or to teach it which direction right. to go. And for Mike sure. Conley would be perfect for that yeah. with mentoring these kids. You watch him on the bench. He is always talking to somebody, these young kids, and what better to do, what he's seeing, what to do here. Kessler, Walker Kessler has come on and said, I didn't know this game could be this easy as when I do a pick and roll with Mike Conley. He right. said that he makes it so easy. This game sure. is this game's easy. Pick and roll. I love it. Wow. Because of Mike Conley. So I don't understand why we wouldn't keep him on yeah. just to mentor these future picks, these these young kids. I don't know. How does it how does it affect the players? And I'm asking you as a coach uh, to give your insight on this. Knowing that the ownership of the team cares more about the future of the team rather than the players on the roster right now. Does that affect the players? 
their mindset. They're willing to go out and dig. Like, is that why we don't get much out of Rudy Gay? Is because he can see what the administration's doing. They're they're all about the draft picks. This team is just a throw in. I mean, I mean, maybe that's why Mike. Maybe that's why they move Mike. Is he doesn't deserve to be in that situation. I don't know. Maybe they're doing Mike a favor because they know they're tanking the ship. Uh, obviously, high school kids is a much different um, maturity level than, than fair, professional fair. athletes. But I, I think it does. I mean, you as an employee or you in your workplace, how would you feel if um, it was extremely obvious that um, uh, management or whoever was grooming somebody else to kind of right. funnel you out? And I don't I don't. I don't think anyone takes that well, you know. No, I think so you're going to get a lower performance for sure. I absolutely do, and it's a, it's a. If they don't care about me, why would I do this for them? I know they're getting paid, um, but yeah, it's definitely we're all humans. Right. It's definitely a mindset I'm sure it's thought about. So, with Mike, who with Mike gone, let's say, who's the leader on the court now? I mean, you have your statistical leader in Markinen. Um, you have Jordan Clarkson there, who's, I guess, a leader, but I don't know if he's the, the down-to-earth, vocal, let's sit down, let's work this out, let's talk this out kind of a leader. I think he's pretty spazzy. Spazzy? Clarkson? <laughs> At least when he plays, and I imagine his personality is similar. Yeah. But I don't know if he's one to, like, I don't know. So, like, out of the jazz players, when someone starts a group text, who is it? Who's, who, who starts the group text? To say, hey, we're going okay. to Chicano. Uh, Chicanos, back Chicano, to Chicanos. We're going to Chicanos or Richfield Fizz yeah. to get a drink. Yeah, so who's starting <laughs> that group text? Who's the leader? Who does that? This, that's an amazing question. I want to know. I, I, I feel like it could be Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. I could see Colin Sexton doing something like that. Really. That's a really interesting point because I think that he has zero remorse in any decision he says. So if he's like, hey, we should all go to Tacanos. Like, you're probably right. He'd just straight up call everybody. Like, I don't give a crap. Let's we're, go. We're going to Tacanos. You got your mom? Bring her. Let's go. We're going to Tacanos. Yeah. Like, is it because he has no filter? or just? I'm, I'm trying to think of the rest of our roster, and nobody is coming to mind Yeah, that would do something like that. I, uh, Mark and I feel like is so reserved and quiet. Right. Uh, maybe he could surprise you that way, but after our last game um, against the Knicks, the post-interview game, Will Hardy said that Markinen is actually stepping into that leadership role in the locker room, and that the guys that are still here are actually looking to him. So I think that they might be grooming him a little bit to be that leader on the court. Whether it comes naturally to him or not, I'm I don't. I, it might not, but uh, I do think that that I do think that the coach wants it wants him to be that that person on the team. Well, you look at him as a player, and when given the opportunity to be the guy and to to be the the physical leader, look what he's done. You know, right. he's never had that opportunity in his past teams. He went to Finland to play in the summer, and look what happens. Um, so maybe given the opportunity to, to be that vocal leader, that, that emotional leader, maybe he go, jumps on it. And, w- and one thing that makes a good leader, I think, is someone who is consistent and puts in the work, which it's hard to argue that Markinen doesn't do that, right? I mean, right. I think he's, he, he missed the first game of 20 points for the f- out of almost 17 in a row just the other night. And I think there was 
a lot of factors involved in that. But but I do think that he he earns that badge a little bit as a leader of the Jazz. Um, Markinen, by the way, is an All Star. Um, it's come out, um, but not only that, he is a starter for the All Star team because Zion Williamson's is not going to play because of injury. So, um, first Jazz starter probably since Malone. Thirty years. Yeah, thirty years, and it happens to be back in Salt Lake City. Um, I- I'm so excited for him. I love marketing. My kids are obsessed with marketing now, um, and that, yeah, that, that's a thing, and it's official, and I love it. It's pretty exciting. I think I think he I think he's earned it. He's just a class act guy. Like on the court, even awful plays or missed calls, the way he handles it with the refs, it's not. It's, you're not going to see the flop that LeBron James does, where he rolls around on the ground and stomps the ground and cusses the refs in a post game interview. He just kind of is like, "Wait, what? What are you talking about? That was a foul." Anyway, I got to run down and guard my guy. I'm moving on with my life. So I love that about him. So congratulations to him and all of Finland. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> this is Finland's all-star game right here. I wonder if any other Finnish players have been an all-star. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say no. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. He's, he's become my favorite player on the jazz to watch. Um, sure. So yeah, it's going to be fun coming up this Sunday. Marketing's in it. He's also yeah. in the three point contest. We have re- found out recently. So oh, that should be fun. A so, lot of jazz repping out all-star weekend, which is exciting. Yeah. So if, I don't know. So between, we've got between now and then. Well, we can talk about upcoming games here in a little bit. But uh, let's, if it's okay, let's hear a word from our sponsor and get to our know it and blow it, and then talk about the All Star Weekend, upcoming games, and what where we see the Jazz going for the rest of the season. Okay, sounds good. Hang tight, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, Super Bowl is over, but DraftKings is still up and going. If you haven't downloaded the app, you need to give it a go. They have lots of specials still out there. They have tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat this season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers, like yourself if you haven't signed up, a risk-free bet. Now, that's a good deal. Up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. I love that. Wow. So if you're not already, you better should, you better get on it because that is, <laughs> that is a really good deal. Um, I, would, I would definitely try that on the F1 series coming up in Las Vegas later. That you know nothing about, I'm yes. sure. Because, nice. Uh, I love it. Why wouldn't you? Because you get your money back, right? <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Um, Okay, so listen, guys, you need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get that risk-free bet up to $1,000. That promo code, again, is TBPN only at Draft Sportsbook. Sportsbook. <laughs> you just killed <laughs> that last slaughtered, part. <laughs> slaughtered it. Uh, yes. Okay, it is time for No Utter Blow It, and we have something exciting today. This is our first live contestant we don't have to make a phone call no technical difficulties today because she is here why don't you introduce her tyson she is here in our sponsored studio at fizz this is my wife kirsty curtis who is here today you might recognize her voice actually oh yeah because she is that sexy australian voice that introduces us (laughs) every week say hello to the fans Oh, hi. <laughs> already regret this. <laughs> wow, she nailed it. Okay, so 
Uh, Kirsty is going to be, uh, my lovely wife is going to be our guest for today for Know It or Blow It. She is joining us here today. She's going to ask, we're going to get through the three questions here. I'm going to explain the rules to you, Kirsty, just so you know. And if you're listening at home in your car at play or away, try to answer these questions as well. This is going to be a softer edition. We're going to try to make sure that my wife has the chance to actually answer these questions. Um, just so you know, Kirsty, the, the out, there's two possible outcomes here. Oh. If you get all three questions right, you are the greatest jazz fan of all time for, for the foreseeable week <laughs> or future. <laughs> if you, however, you get one of them wrong and you are now um, the absolute worst jazz fan. So oh, there, there's okay. two options. They're on both ends of the spectrum. Quite, yeah. quite extremes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, there is no in-between. Okay. So you must answer all correctly to achieve not the worst jazz fan for the next week. Uh, do you understand? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll try. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Now, if we ask a question that you want to come back to, you can say skip and we can come back to it, okay? Is that the part where you, like, tell me the answer secretly? Certainly not. Certainly <laughs> not. There's, there's, there's no, I am not going to help you in any way. I think that's when our, our over-the-phone contestants pull out Google and, and yeah. look them up. So oh, okay. Yeah, put, she's reaching for her phone. Was that a hint? Put the phone away. Okay. Okay, the questions will become increasingly more difficult as we go. So let's start off with number one. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay, question sure. number one is Mike Conley on the Utah Jazz, who, ha- who has been traded off of the Utah Jazz, what was his jersey number before he was traded? Oh, no. He's my favorite. I mean, if there was a question about his wife, Mary, <laughs> I feel like I'd, I'd get that. What's um, her name? Mary. Does that count? No. Okay. Um, I mean, Claxon's double zero. Um, Mitchell's 45. I don't know who that is, but keep going. Tyson's Tyson's Conley? killed Mitchell in his head. <laughs> oh. He's dead to us. That's not nice. Um, okay, sorry. So <laughs> you you'd have the opportunity to pass. Do you want to come back to it? If you want to come back. I mean, that is the jersey that Tyson bought me. So I really should It's been know hanging it. in your wardrobe for He has changed ever. his number. Since last year, though, so this this oh. could get interesting, oh, and maybe we give her so both options, like if she gets okay, one of them. So you have two I chances. I feel like that's a dead question, then, and it should just <laughs> be an immediate. Like I should just get it. Okay, uh, I don't know. Let's go with eleven. The survey okay. says eleven is correct Woo. by the skin of your teeth, lady. Good job. Is he? This is terrible of me. Is he eleven this year and ten last year? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what, what it was. What does my jersey have i think your jersey has 11 okay um are you ready for question two question two um so we had three um recent all-stars before this year mike conley being one of them we just talked about um we've traded both of the other two away this last summer who were our all-stars last year that we traded away this summer well i assume they're the jerseys our kids had which were (laughs) gobert and mitchell is that a final answer? Uh, yes. <laughs> the fear just hit her eyes, but you're right, Chris. The force. <laughs> Every time we ask that is question. That, people is that all our jerseys traded now? Uh, and Joe Ingles. Yeah, I'm sure you have an Ingles jersey. Yeah, we have an Ingles, Rudy, Mitchell, and Conley. 
We so. have a klaxon left. And a klaxon. Nice. So fingers yes. crossed. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Speaking of which, this is sidetracked. Okay, here we go. But since our jerseys, uh, you know, becoming... Obsolete? Yes. No. Could the Jazz just pick a color? You know <laughs> what I mean? A color scheme that we could run with. Because right now it's like, we don't really want to buy a jersey because they're trading them all the time. Maybe we'll just wear the colors. But like, what really are they? The, the Jazz Well, colors. I think they tried that this year and they're already branching out because everyone hates these colors. So quite, quite I don't think these yellow and black are going to last yeah, either. No, so. no one's buying jerseys so, so because they they're purple? waiting for the new jerseys. Are they purple? Are they blue? Like, uh, you know? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Didn't we have green you, uh, for yes. a minute? The advantage is you can just pick any color. Yes. And that's a jazz color now. Yes. Yeah, I guess that could be an advantage. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Side see check. How, see how smart they are? Okay, this is the final question. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, like uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you. I got you. Low budget sound effects. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The Utah Jazz have a famous duo, very well known for uh, effective play called the pick and roll. Who are the two players? I just feel bad for all the real jazz fans because they just know that these are like <laughs> the worst questions. Um, Carl Malone and John Stockton. Survey says? Survey says, correct. Wow. Tyson, I don't think you give your wife enough credit because she acts like these questions were like just softball tosses and we need to give them harder ones. I was I'm holding sure. the That's answer okay. up. I had it written on the palm of my hand, <laughs> no, you Jackson. Didn't. You just couldn't see it. I was giving your high five, but really the answers are on my hand. Is that true? Uh, yeah. No. Good job, babe. I'm really proud of you. Uh, we didn't softball those at all. Very happy that you were able to remember that. I, I think you wanted harder questions by that last reaction. I mean, no, that's okay. We're good. <laughs> this Kay. is great. So you are officially the greatest jazz fan? The greatest. For the next seven days. So good for you. Wow. How do you feel about yourself? I mean, it's a low bar, I guess. I mean, I am a jazz <laughs> fan, but like as far as knowledge goes, that was, that was a low bar. So yeah. we're good. Do you want to do a bonus question? Oh, I mean. What does she get? She gets... We are in a Fizz. A drink at Fizz. Okay. Anything she Sorry, wants. Sorry, you already promised me that for coming. <laughs> I know, but that was a 28-ounce drink, and I will, <laughs> I will upgrade it to a 44-ounce drink of your choice. No nachos? Okay. Get out of here. Come on, man. I mean, if you'll split the nachos, you've got a deal. Okay. Okay. Final question. Go ahead, Jackson. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Make it tough. I, I don't have a budget for nachos today, so I'll really get in there. What is the name of our, of our head coach? And how long has he been with the Jazz? Oh, oh no. no. I feel like I went too far no, on that you one. Didn't. You didn't. Too I love hot. it. This is I can picture him in my head. You know. That's a worry. Good looking guy. Here we go. Okay. My wife doesn't think so as much because yeah. she was such a Quinn Snyder fan. Yeah. So. I mean, he's not bad, you know. He's, he's young. Um, I, have, I have no clue. No clue. Name. No. Those nachos are sounding even better right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been. Why don't you hold your hand back up? (laughs) Thanks for that. Yeah, you asked for it. (laughs) No, I didn't. Well, listen, thanks for coming in and joining us here at the uh, Fizz Studio. I feel like you should say the name. What was the name? Will Hardy. Okay. I shouldn't have to say it. I I knew that. It's his first year as our coach. That's that's expected. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry, guys. Rookie coach. Still the the greatest jazz fan of all time, right? Yes, you still can keep that honor until (laughs) next week. Um, Do you have someone that you would like to throw in and recommend 
for next week's Know It or Blow It? Um, I mean, your dad. Well, that would be fun. Gary. Let's get Gary. Okay, we can get Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. We're going to move on to what we have going up, coming up between now and All-Star Weekend. Awesome. Thanks again, Kirsty. Um, yeah. And right. thank you again for the, the lovely intro that you provide us every week. You have oh. to come in every week to, to give us that intro, and we appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> okay. All-Star Weekend this week, which is so exciting. Coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. It's the first time in 30 years we do have some players to represent the Utah Jazz, so that's also exciting. Um, it's going to be a fun weekend for, for Utah in general. There's going to be quite a buzz up in Salt Lake City, and hopefully that carries on and stays in the stadium as we continue through the rest of the season. It's cool that it's like this entire weekend event. Right, Like right. the whole city's involved. There's a couple even, I think, this is it the Celebrity Game that's in the Huntsman Center at the University of Utah? Like it's, it's not just the Vivint Arena. Right it's, right, it's all over Salt Lake City, and that's super cool. Yeah, it, it'll be an interesting, interesting weekend. I hope that... It's a good turnout. People love Utah and rookies that are just going to be first drafts are like, man, I hope I go to Utah. <laughs> I don't, don't hold your breath, Tyson. But um, <laughs> we do have some representation in there. I think Clarkson is going to be in the three-point contest as well really? as Markinen. And I know Mike Conley is in the skills challenge. At least that was before he got traded. We'll see what happens now. But um, some definite Utah representation going on this weekend. Um, but before then, we do have two games on the road. Um, Monday the 13th, actually tonight. Tonight. As of our recording. Yeah. Um, we play the Pacers, who are kind of the, the East Coast Jazz. Oh, that's not Sitting good. at 25 and 33. So a winnable game, but with this Utah team, you never know. What are your thoughts on Memphis? And then Memphis on the road, John Morant. <sighs> dynamic, crazy. Love, love him. Um, super fun to watch. I don't see us winning a lot of games the rest okay. of the year. Uh, can we split these two games before the All-Star weekend? We have to be Indiana if we do. Okay. Okay. Indiana, we're coming for you. John Morant, we're coming to watch you. Or the entire starting five of Memphis happens to be out. That could, that could cause a win. Uh, even then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's what Danny Ainge has been wanting. Yeah. I think he's sick of us winning. Yep. He sees these draft coming closer and closer. He has this draft pick addiction going on that he yeah. probably needs to see somebody about. Yeah, he should see a specialist. I really see that the rest of the season not being so much about the Jazz winning or losing games, but about the development of in- individual players on our team and whether they're going to be staying on our roster as they grow as a player. Give That's- me a player that you would like to see develop and be on this team in three years when we win our championship. I'm going to give you two. Perfect. Uh, oh, man, I want to give you more. Give me more. Give me more. Tell me more. Yeah, Tell Walker me more. Walker Kessler. Okay. And obviously, Markkinen. Okay. That's, that's, okay, that's a given. But I'm going to say Walker Kessler. I think it'd be a lot of fun to have him there. And I, I think that the hustle from Sexton would, it would just bring so much energy to a, to a finals game. Everybody in the nation would want to watch him play. I think that would be like a, a great comeback story if the Jazz have some really good success before Cleveland does. Yes. Um, because Markinen kind of getting dropped by Cleveland. Sexton was amazing there early on. Then he got hurt and replaced by Darius Garland. Right. I would love to see him get a ton of playoff success, especially before Cleveland does. 
for sure. Um, but we'll see what happens in the next few years. But yeah, that's a good one. Sexton. What, what about you? Did you have someone else in mind? Kessler, obviously. I know um, coach and front office is big on Abaji and that can was see him guy. developing yeah. into a, a, a good role on a championship team. Yeah. Um, those would probably be my guys. And I'm very anxious to see what happens after this draft. I know this draft is super deep. Um, and we have 15 draft picks in the next six or seven years. So a lot of new players are going to come in wearing Utah jersey. Should be fun. Let's see where it goes from here. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning back in. Um, as always, we love being here. We love uh, talking while you listen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to hear from us after the All-Star game. So we'll wrap that up and give you our thoughts on how the All-Star actually event went. And I'm glad you brought that up. If you want to go to the All-Star game this year, reach out to us. We may have a hookup for you. Um, so send us an email at jazzbeatspodcast at gmail.com or any social media that you can find us on. Um, if you want to go to the All-Star game, let us know. We may have something in the works for you. Yes, so, sir. With that being said, thank you again. Go Jazz. All-Star weekend coming up. Can't wait.